Napa know-how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10 31 Welcome to Locked On NFL Draft. This is Joe Marino of NDT Scouting, joined by co-host Kyle Krabs, who is the founder and director of scouting at NDT Scouting. We are Locked On NFL Draft, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, which is the fastest uh, audio sports network in the world, fastest growing audio sports network in the world. So thank you so much for listening. We've had over the last 30 days, so uh, thanks. This is an incredible network to be part of. We've got podcasts on every NFL, every NBA team. We've got specialty podcasts on women's basketball, on fantasy football, fantasy basketball, and the Locked On NFL Draft podcast. So we encourage you to find your favorite podcast and subscribe. You can do that on Audio Boom and iTunes. Uh, we are powered by Drown.com. Uh, if you are uh, serious of knowing the players to draft breakdown and watching video cut-ups on these players, formulate your own, your own opinions. You can watch an entire game worth of reps, 6 to 10 minutes, and uh, really see for yourself what the scouts and uh, Kyle and I talk about every day. Uh, Kyle, it's Friday. It's, uh, it's, uh, we've got a weekend ahead of us in college football, and we are kind of getting towards the end of the regular season. So The... Uh... The reality is slowly sinking in that that what we have two more weeks and that's I it. I think that's it. That's yeah, it. and then and next week with Thanksgiving, I think we get a pretty good Friday Saturday slate. So we well, we kind of like peak here with like the most football, and then it just goes away. I know we have a great Saturday next weekend. Oh like gosh, that. yeah, yep, yep, uh, yeah. Louisville for my last trip of the year. So let's hope I. Uh, the the home team can bring a W since that seems to be a, a hard thing for the top ten ranked teams to be able to accomplish. Kyle, if you if Louisville loses that game, like you're not going to be able to get credentialed. For no, the, people are going to be pulling credentials left and right. I'm going to have to be seeing like Cootstown, as you said on yesterday's <laughs> show. See them play. Hey, they've got a guard, man. That's they no they got a nice guard. Yeah, we'll find out just how nice and, and mobile. Senior Bowl, Senior Bowl, Pony. Pony, yeah. Don't worry about it, guys. It's uh, <laughs> it's it's over your heads. Uh, so that's a Friday show. Uh, you want me to dig in? Talk about the talk let's about go. first team. All right, let's go. This could this could spiral out of control. Yeah, let's know. get this we show get on the road. All right. Uh, I'm interested in seeing Washington State this week. They play a top ten team in Colorado. That's right. Colorado is in the top ten. Joe and I were just talking about this before we came on the air, and uh, Colorado has not had the most challenging schedule, but I want to see how 
Colorado cornerback Chidobia Woozy uh, responds to being challenged by this Washington State passing offense. Uh, Washington State lost River Craycraft uh, for the year uh, with an injury. I believe it was a, a structural knee injury, I think an ACL uh, for him. So best wishes to him to get healthy and um, really get himself right for the, the spring and the draft evaluation process and see if he finds an opportunity. I'm actually getting ready to do his film evaluation this weekend. Um, but that Washington State passing offense uh, still has Luke Falk, still has Gabe Marks, who just set the Pac-12 record for career receptions. Uh, it's nice to see him continuing to, to excel, and I know he flirted with the idea of declaring last year and, and returned and is certainly making the most of his opportunities there. Uh, so I want to see how Awuzi responds to playing this spread offense that is really going to put a high amount of pressure they love to sling the ball. They throw it to all areas of the field. So it should be a nice showcase for one of the... I know he's not necessarily under the radar on the Twitter sphere, but he's not talked about as much as, you know, your... As much as you hate to say it, your East Coast guys, right? Your, your Florida guys, your Ohio State guys. Uh, Desmond King does not quite fall into that same category, but he's a high-profile player having won the Jim Thorpe last year. Um but he does have some buzz, and I, I want to see uh, how well he answers the call against this this Cougars passing offense that is just humming right now. Man, they're firing on all cylinders. They ripped off a bunch of wins in a row after dropping the first two, including one to a very good Boise State team. Yeah, that's going to be a good one to watch. The first one I want to get into here is Florida versus LSU. Uh, Florida wins, and they win the SEC East and get to play Alabama. Um, so is that a good thing? Well, I'll tell you, Florida's upcoming schedule is just about as ridiculous as a team can get. They've got LSU. They've got Florida State. If they beat at, well, you know, LSU or Tennessee loses to either Missouri or Vanderbilt, they play Alabama, then a bowl game, and then they open up with Michigan next year. So uh, it's not, not the most favorable of schedule ahead for, uh, for Gators fans. But um, there's some uh, another part of this, the storylines for Florida here is that they are without so many players right now. Uh, this is not quite the prospect matchup we thought it would be. Probably back, um, uh, well, you know, this was can- this was canceled due to the hurricane. I was going to say when it was supposed to be played. Yeah, uh, so you know, Florida's without uh, linebackers Alex Anzalone and Jared Davis. Safety Marcus May is out for the season. Uh, two offensive linemen, uh, uh, David Sharp and Cameron Dillard, are out for them. And Brian Cox, the defensive end. So uh, some players that are going to get drafted potentially next April are not going to be there for the Florida Gators. But there's still some talent left to be seen in this game. But the one thing that I'm really excited about seeing is the interior offensive line of LSU versus uh, Caleb Brantley, the defensive tackle from Florida. Caleb Brantley is a quick, um, athletic uh, defensive tackle who penetrates and um, uh, kind of in that Florida mold of three technique. He's just the next one. You know, we've seen John Bullard and Damian Easley and Sharif Floyd, those types of guys. He's the next one. Um, and going up against Ethan Pokitz, who's a really nice center, long, athletic guy. And uh, a guy who doesn't get enough love is their right guard, Josh Boot. I think he's a people mover that has some good feet and get out in space and block. Uh, so that'll be a fun little interior matchup to watch. Now, I wanted to see Jared Davis 
tackling Leonard Fournette, but I'm not going to get to see that. I want to see Marcus May. You know, I, it was fun to listen to Roger on the Wednesday show talk about Keanu O'Neill was the only guy he's ever seen that was fearless tackling Leonard Fournette. So I wanted to see if Marcus May would rise to that occasion, but he's out for the year. Um, but there's still, a, I think, a story to be said for the LSU linebackers in this game. Kendall Beckwith is the physical downhill hammer, uh, and his uh, his uh, teammate, uh, also a senior linebacker, Duke Riley, who's really flashed this season, has a uh, and except, uh, well, he's been invita- inv- invited to the Senior Bowl, um, going against this Florida offense, which is fun to watch because of the spacing that they give you. Uh, you know, Florida likes to just, just get one-on-one matchups in space, and so we'll see how uh, those two linebackers do against, uh, you know, a, a tight end like Sianta Lewis, who is kind of emerging here, and uh, obviously some of the receivers, Antonio uh, Callaway and Tyra Cleveland and, and Brandon Powell, you know, uh, Jim McElwain's going to want to get these guys in space, so it'd be big-time opportunities for Perry um, and um, and Beckwith to show that they can break down in space and break and tackle athletes. Obviously, really, I haven't even biggest storyline, which is the uh, the Florida cornerbacks Quincy Wilson and uh, Tease Tabor, who people are you know it seems like they're in everybody's top five cornerback rankings going up against the uh, LSU uh, receivers, which are both probably NFL guys in Malachi Dupree and Travin Durrell. So uh, you know, I, it's a a little bit uh, not quite as exciting because of the Florida injuries, but still a lot of good uh, NFL talent to watch in this game. And, um, you know, hey, look, maybe you want to get to a game this year. Uh, there's only a few weeks of, co- of college football left. we still got a lot of NFL football left. But if you want to get tickets and you're looking for tickets to these games, let me tell you about SeatGeek, who is today's sponsor for the show. SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to f- tickets for the football games you want to see up close and in person this season. There's nothing like being in the stadium for the biggest plays of the year. And with SeatGeek, it's never been able to get this guaranteed seats that you want for a great value. Uh, I've used SeatGeek a ton this year. I've been to Garth Brook concert, uh, concert courtesy of SeatGeek. I've, uh, I've got NBA tickets to Charlotte Hornets a couple times. Great deals on seats. And I uh, even bought uh, Carolina Panthers tickets this year. So if you're looking for concerts, football, basketball, whatever you need a ticket to, SeatGeek is, is just what I've found to be the best uh, way to f- uh, shop for tickets. I can be anywhere in which is a few taps on my phone and instantly find the seats that I want for games and concerts. Uh, with SeatGeek, you always get the best deal on every ticket because SeatGeek compares for you by searching multiple ticket sites. Uh, prices can vary depending on where you shop, but SeatGeek will always find you the lowest available price. And SeatGeek wants to help you get the most bang for your buck. That's why every ticket on SeatGeek is given a grade based on value. You'll immediately see any underpriced seats and be able to find the best deals that fit your budget. Plus, every every ticket you buy on SeatGeek is basically backed up by their 100% guarantee. So you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. Best of all, guys, uh, Kyle and I have a deal for you. You get a $20 rebate off of the first SeatGeek ticket purchase. All right, so if you want to get that, here's what you got to do. Download the SeatGeek app, go to the settings tab, and click add a promo code. Enter our promo code, which is L-O-N-F-L Draft, L-O-N-F-L Draft, like locked on NFL Draft, L-O-N-F-L Draft, and then SeatGeek will send you $20 after you've made your first ticket purchase. Download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code L-O-N-F-L Draft, Today, yeah, good stuff. And uh, SeatGeek also hooked me up with a couple tickets to games this year, including uh, the Houston Navy game, uh, which Navy knocked off Houston earlier in the year. So uh, we certainly highly encourage all of you uh, to take advantage of this great deal that SeatGeek has for you. Joe, I want to touch real quick. You, you talked about that Florida game. Uh, top three defensive tacklers 
for the, for the Florida defense. Jared Davis, Alex Anzalone, Ugh. Marcus May. Gone. All gone. <laughs> there is nobody left. What do you think the final score of that LSU-Florida game is? Oh, man. Um, 20, 24 to 12. I was going to say, I don't think Florida scores 14 points. No. No, it's going to be tough. It'll be tough. I mean, Antonio Callaway's a good punt returner. I mean, maybe Matt might be their best chance to score. So <laughs> so maybe like 7-6 halftime, and then I, I, I agree with you. I think LSU's going to wear them down. Uh, throughout kind of, the course yeah. of the game. Yeah. A lot of like that Bama Florida uh, SEC championship game last year was like close, but you knew it wasn't. Right. <laughs> the whole time. Right. Yeah. It's like you look up at one point and Florida's winning and <laughs> you're just well, kind of curious how it's happening. Yeah. Right? And it takes care of itself. Uh, the other game I want to talk about, one of the few big profile games this weekend is Oklahoma at West Virginia. Uh, this has the potential now that uh, Baylor's kind of fallen apart to, to, Determine who your Big 12 champion is going to be. I know West Virginia still has to play Baylor. Oklahoma State's in that mix as well. I'm hoping we don't get more ties because then we have to deal with another <laughs> year of that, uh, what is it, one one conference, one champion is their, their catchphrase, and last year they had tie. Last yeah. two years they've had a tie. Next year we get the, the game, though. So. Yes, next year we'll finally settle it. So I, I hope we don't have to deal with that again this year. But Oklahoma-West Virginia is an interesting matchup for me for a number of reasons. The Oklahoma offense is firing on all cylinders right now. Um, Baker Mayfield has said a little earlier in the year that, that he's planning on maximizing his eligibility. So I don't think he's necessarily on the table as far as players to watch in regards to the 2017 draft. But we don't know where D.D. Westbrook stands. D.D. Uh, Westbrook has been lighting up the scoreboard. Um, smaller player, but really quick. Uh, has been extremely productive, as I mentioned. And he's going to get tested by one of the few teams in the Big 12 that plays defense in West Virginia. And West Virginia has uh, a couple strong prospects on the defensive side of the football. They have Noble and Quachu uh, along the defensive line who missed the Texas game. West Virginia really showed a lot of guts gutting out that Texas game because they were missing a lot of football players. And also Antonio Crawford, the the cornerback, uh, is a really physical player. I like his route recognition skills, and he really flashed when I was out there uh, in Morgantown to watch TCU play West Virginia. And then conversely on the West Virginia side of things, when West Virginia has the ball, uh, Sheldon Gibson is a wide receiver I've talked up a couple times on the show. He's kind of gotten off the rails. It seems like teams have really focused on taking away the vertical passing and forcing Skylar Howard to make better decisions in the intermediate areas of the field, uh, in which he's had moderate success, uh, more success than I thought he would. Uh, but the, the one name I want to watch is if Russell Shell is able to play and, and be the ball, the bell cow ball, uh, ball carrier for West Virginia that he's been in the past, uh, the Oklahoma defense, uh, is having something of a down year as far as their draft prospects. You know, we're used to them having uh, five or six players deep. They, they've only got a collection of players, but uh, there's one thing that they are is, is that they are a collection and a group of very gifted football players, just not necessarily a group of players that uh, have ramifications for this year's draft class. And I want to see how uh, Adam Pankey along the offensive line is able to uproot and move people a uh, little heavier-footed type of offensive lineman, but he's a big boy. He's got a great anchor. 
uh, and I want to see how the, this West Virginia offense is, is able to get on track against Oklahoma because that's their only, the only way they're going to win that football game. Yeah, that'll be an interesting one, and I, you know, I, I, I'm an Oklahoma State guy out of that, uh, out of that Big Twelve this year, so we'll see. Um, last game I want to get into here is the uh, USC U- UCLA game. Um, uh, obviously, UCLA having a down season and Josh Rosen's out, but uh, there's a lot of prospects in this game. Matchup perspective really excite me, particularly versus the the, the defensive end edge rusher from UCLA is having a big time season. Uh, 18 tackles for loss, 10 sacks, three forced fumbles, and he's going up against a couple of offensive tackles in this game that are NFL guys. Uh, Chad Wheeler, uh, USC's left tackle. I like him a lot. If he's healthy, he's got as much pass blocking upside as anything that we're going to evaluate the draft. Big time feet, long, athletic guy. Uh, that'll be a fun matchup. And then on the other side, the absolute opposite of Chad Footed, uh, people mover who's really struggled in pass protection this year. So uh, that could be an opportunity for Tock McKinley to feast, but uh, Mac Banner to show that um, he's getting right at the, at the end of the season. Uh, so that'll be a big-time matchup. Also, on the interior offensive line, uh, USC has a guard that I like <clears throat> quite a bit in Damian Mama. Uh, big people mover. He's going up against Andy Eddie Vanderdose, a defensive tackle from UCLA. Uh, Eddie Vanderdose is not having the season production-wise that um, I think that uh, I had expected. Uh, is coming off of his knee injury last season. Um, but some of those those traits that I really liked about him, like his get-off, his anchor, his ability trade is still there. He's just not making the plays to go with it. So uh, big, big stage for him against a IC offense that's playing really good right now uh, and against a really good offensive guard in, in uh, Damian Mama. The last matchup that I like in this game is on the outside. Uh, in, in USC wide receiver Juju Smith-Schuster going up against a, a cornerback that I think is a little underrated in Fabian Morrow. Uh, Fabian Morrow is six foot, 200 pounds, so he's got the nice size that you like on the outside. Um, but um, he's, he's sticky in coverage, and he's really physical at the line. Um, so that'll be a nice matchup with uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, who is a, uh, you know kind of has the frame and, uh, you know, We'll see how he does working working off the line. A couple uh, good corners he faced last week in in Washington, and now up against uh, Fabian Moore with UCLA. And uh, it'll be interesting how uh, USC attacks this defense. Uh, last week, I thought that Sam Darnold really did a good job of uh, of making the USC or the Washington cornerbacks cover for as long as possible. And uh, you know, without Joe Mathis from Washington rushing, I thought he was able to maximize those opportunities. Well, I don't know with with the UCLA pass rush if that same ability is going to be there. So it can be a kind of a different story. And uh, the individual prospects in this game, kind of doing what they do, will be very telling in the outcome of this ball game. So uh, keep an eye on USC UCLA. LA if you want to stay up late on Saturday night. You know, what better thing to do on a Saturday night than stay up and watch some oh. Pac-12 after dark, man? I've got nothing for you. Yeah, nothing I know, I know. I'll see you there. <laughs> we'll be we'll tweet it out. How's that? Yeah, we'll tweet through it. Yeah, we'll tweet through it. Hopefully with more success than uh, some of the other tweet through it individuals on the, the Twitter sphere. Not to say <laughs> names. Um, that is going to put a bow on it for us, so we're going to wrap it up. Uh, thank you all for listening to Week 12 Prospect Preview of Locked On NFL Draft. Uh, as always, we will be back on Monday to recap these matchups and more uh, regarding what stood out to us uh, from Week 12 of the college football uh, season in regards to the 2017 NFL Draft. If you liked what you heard, uh, please subscribe to the podcast if you have not already. Uh, tell your friends about us. Tell your friends to subscribe to the podcast. 
Uh, we would greatly appreciate your continued support and, and listenership, and uh, we're we're only going to be moving up from here. Uh, we, we just booked our plans this week for uh, the Senior Bowl, so we will be there. We will be uh, on hand to give you all the takes uh, all the way through until the NFL draft in April. So in my hometown of Philadelphia, so Joe is coming up. <laughs> I don't know if he knows it or yet, not yet, but we uh, we can record live in person together. So there's a lot of things to look forward to, so make sure you get on now. Uh, and don't miss the show. Uh, again, the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast is a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I am Kyle Krabs. You can reach me on Twitter at NDT Scouting. Uh, signing off with Joe Marino, who you can reach on Twitter at the Joe Marino. You can also hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com slash NDT Scouting. Uh, don't wait. Hit us up tomorrow. You know, As you're watching the games, players you see, players you like, players you don't like. Let us know. We love that interaction. We really thrive on it. Until Monday, have a great day, guys. Enjoy the games of football this weekend. Locked on NFL Draft. Your daily podcast on the NFL Draft. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Napa know-how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa auto parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10 17